Unfederated, a podcast for freelancers hosted by a brother and sister who are polar opposites, but have found a way to make a living doing what they love. Hey, Sarah. Hey, bro. How's it going? Great. Sweet. <laughs> I'm reading a book right now. I mean, not right right now. Oh, is, is, is the show that boring already? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it was because we hadn't even started yet. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and it's about habits. Um, it's called Superhuman by Habit. Uh, yeah, it's good. I can't for some reason find the author. Um, uh, it is really good, and I started reading it because I don't have a lot of uh, good habits. It says Tynan is the author on Amazon. One word, Tynan. Mm-hmm. Okay. T- uh, uh, it's Madonna kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wish well, it never mind. Uh, scrap, well, well, scrap the show. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Let's talk <laughs> next week. Oh, that's a disappointment. I should not have looked that up. Uh, well, is it an otherwise good book though? I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really getting everything that like filtered through this whole thing now of the author being named Tynan. One word. Does he have face tattoos? Uh, would you Google him, please? Um, all right. So despite, I guess, not superhuman by habit, um, despite the name situation, um, it has been really good. And I've thought that it's changed the way I look at things. A lot of the stuff that he has said are um, on point. Despite all of, once again, his terrible <laughs> name choices, we don't choose our own name, so I'm going to assume this was out of his control. Um, yeah, so I thought about habits a little bit, and that's an area of improvement that I can always make because um, I feel as though I am, I, I mean, maybe I'm not, but I think compared to everyone else in the world, I create habits less. Um I don't see, I mean, for instance, when I make my coffee, I'll just make it in a different way every day, unless I really think about it and try to like systematize it. I I, I don't think most people do that. I'll like go home a different direction without even thinking about it every day. I don't just like fall into the routines and habits as well. So I thought I'd read a book on it to really enforce it because probably because of that trait, I do get decision fatigue pretty aggressively because <laughs> um, I'm not locking down all of my habits like most normal human beings. I'm full on actively making every decision all day long. And so like, should I drink coffee? Do I like coffee? What should I put in my coffee? How should I make it? Um, you know, things like that. So it, it, it is very good for me to have um, focused on. Um, one of the things that he does a good job talking about is how even people like me already have habits that we, (laughs) that we do. Um, and that was good for me to recognize that like scrolling on Instagram before I go to sleep at night is a habit. And if I have created a habit where I always do that, I can create a habit where I always do something else. (laughs) And I really don't leave the house without drinking coffee in some form or another every single day. So um, one of the things that complicates in this, the context of this, right, is we're freelancer, self-employed types, and we control our own days. And so with that uh, infinite flexibility um, and amorphousness, if you don't in, like <laughs> inject some kind of structure and routine, 
it, you just won't have any. And um, that's somewhat unsustainable. And you can just do fewer things if you don't have any routine and structure. Um, <laughs> so uh, one thing that has kind of been hard for me is I the way I get to work, the way I get to my office is different uh, based on the weather. So I wake up and if it's, um, and even the time change, it, it makes a difference. So I wake up, let's say like eight o'clock. And if it's really cold um, and it's snowing, I'll take a, an Uber in. Um, if it is uh, like greater than 40 degrees, I'll ride my scooter. Um, and I've added this one. If it's between 30 or 25 and 40, I ride my bicycle as long as the streets are clear. But um, that's just the way it is. Like, I can't systematize that. I can't go to the office the same way every day unless I want to spend a ton of money on Ubers because I can't bicycle when the ground is covered in snow or a scooter, you know. Um, and scootering below 40 degrees is just terribly cold. But bicycling's okay because you can wear gloves and you get really warm because you're moving a bunch. So um, I I created like a decision tree. So even though I can't iron that decision down, I can iron down the decision tree, which is like, wake up, look at the weather. What temperature is it going to be? Prepare to do that thing. Cause it changes the way I dress and it changes whether I leave with, you know, wet hair, you know, everything else from that point on. So that's, I mean, I'm coming at it from like having a living in a world of chaos, basically, and trying to, like, I'm sure I can feel how anxious this is making you. <laughs> Me? No. I just talk about how every single darn morning I start out this way, having no idea how I'm going to get to work. Um, so that has been really helpful for me to at least systematize that. Um, you don't have that problem. So I'm going to move on to the next thing that you could probably weigh in on, which is, uh, something that he said that I thought was really fair. Um, that, that people are usually either, uh, better at adding, uh, habits or removing habits. Like, you know, you, you tend to be better at one than the other. And I am much better at removing, like I could, you know, stop, I could, I could just stop eating all food, <laughs> you know, with probably the equal, equal amount of effort, um, and more success than if I tried to add going to the gym twice a day. <laughs> so yeah. What, what, which way are you on that? Yeah. Unsurprisingly, I'm on the other side, um, of that one. Uh, I am, uh, habitually habitual, <laughs> um, and that I, I love to just, to me, I think my threshold for decision fatigue is just a lot lower fears. And like, I take so much the simp simplicity of not having to make those decisions, like them being arbitrarily made for me, um, brings a lot of value to my life. Um, I would say where that is a threat though, is like when I don't stop and consider the obviously the obvious better option, <laughs> you know, like sometimes I'm just so like, no, this is, you know, this is what we do Tuesday night, Tuesday nights we do this and I'm like, yeah, but they're your, you know, favorite bands in town and it's a free show. What, <laughs> you know, but I go, oh, but it's Tuesday night. Um, so, I, you know, I'm more guilty of that sort of thing and an extreme example than I am um, of the latter of just having to, like, 
you know, question everything uh, each time I make a decision, you know? Well, that, according to him, is a much better way to be because you have limited willpower and, like, you know, by stopping, you know, by avoiding having to make decisions on all the other things, having created habits out of all of them that are um, not decisions, they're just, like, instantaneous stuff you do, uh, then you're able to reserve your real, like, mental power for the stuff that matters, which does speak true to me. Because if you, you know, sometimes by the time you get down to like brass tacks and starting work, if you've just had a crazy out of control day, um, where everything has not gone according to plan, you just are tapped. Yeah. Yeah. That's for me, that's one of the, um, the unexpected occurrences of things is ultimately what I'm looking to remove, you know, I think, um, so like I'm guilty of, this is one of those things that I think drives my wife crazy. Um, I will park further away from where I need to be in like a place I go regularly so that I can park in the same place every single time. <laughs> Like I'll, I'll just go ahead and park a little bit further away. Cause that no one's ever in that spot, you know? So like further away, just so that there's like consistency. Like I'm, I'm, uh, some of it's conscious. Some of it's just, uh, I do it, you know, um, I do it without thinking, but my, my tendencies are to behave in that way. And it's odd. I recognize that. Yeah, it is. But it, I mean, I learn a lot from that and should incorporate more of it because I mean, my way is mayhem when somebody, so I, what I've done is I've compressed since I've been doing this for, for the last, uh, couple weeks. Um, I have compressed my meetings to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I have, I'm waking up at the same time every day and making that how I get to work decision. What used to throw me off was I would say, okay, <laughs> it's 8 a.m. and it's 30 degrees, but by 10, it's going to be 40. It's a lot easier to scooter. And so I could just wait to go into work till 10, but that's not good. So if I just make the decision based on what the weather is at nine o'clock or whatever, then um, I can move on to the next thing instead of kind of like waffling around <laughs> until my day starts. I uh, know that that's an insane way that an adult has been living her life, <laughs> but that is the way it has been. And there has to be at least one other person who does the same. Um, and then also, I mean, I've just kind of been playing with this. Uh, Walker and I stopped drinking alcohol uh, for, for uh, we said for 90 days, but it's like been 19 or however long since we got back from the trip we were on with you. <laughs> and um, just, and I know that's kind of a different topic because some people have like addiction problems and stuff related to that. But um, for us, it's just very much a habit. And part of just socializing. And so it's been really interesting to watch yourself with the habits you've already created that are just, you know, unnecessary. <laughs> and it is, it's just routine and a little ceremony. And, um, you know, like it's common for when I get home and, and we're catching up on our day, he'll make uh, us both this really complex cocktail and we like talk while he's making it all and everything. Um, and replacing that with something else is, you know, it's good cause it's just like cleaning a closet or something. <laughs> so that's the, uh, that's a hard thing for me in that I have some, you know, recognized bad habits, right. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm so ingrained in my habits 
that it's they become much easier to give up. You know, I've I've been trying to replace some, like you mentioned, Instagram before I go to bed kind of activities where I'm just like wasting time. Yeah. Um with something that's more meaningful. Yes. Um uh I think a phrase that I read somewhere was like deep learning instead of shallow yeah. learning. Um so that, you know, I'm reading uh, articles from you know, uh, long form articles that I've saved to read online instead of just like people's tweets, you know, yeah. um, and trying to do that. And that's, I, I struggle to do that cause I can get really, um, I can get really lost in just the, like the comfort of doing the same thing each time. And when, it, when it's a good thing for me, great. You know, if it means that like on certain days I get up and go run in the morning, it's awesome. But when it means I'm like, you know, eat a lot of chocolate before I go to bed every night and, or, uh, spend a tremendous amount of time, you know, reading, you know, whatever through my Twitter feed, um, at odd times in the day, then it's, it's very counterintuitive. Um, are there any, like, is there suggestions for how to break habits or make habits that he gives? Yeah. He kind of talks about triggers. I mean, for what you were talking about in particular, um, which I know is such a millennial word, <laughs> but, uh, you know, do, do I need my it, emotional support it, animal? Trigger alert. Yeah. Or a warning or whatever. Trigger warning. Um, but you know, things that cause you to do the thing that you have habituated, for instance, um, you know, when anything good happens for me or Walker, we're like, celebrate, drinks, champagne. And so, you know, plenty of good things have happened in the last uh, couple weeks. And we're like, celebrate. Uh, <laughs> chocolate cake. Yeah, chocolate cake, <laughs> which is probably like, hopefully just a, a stepping stone to something a little bit more normal. Um, it, it, both of us have been really like surprised how easy changing something that was so ingrained has been. Um, just it's the little things that come up like that. And I, I mean, you hear that from like smokers, right? It's the thing that they, that happened before they always smoked that gets them. And so identifying what that is, like what it is, like, I don't know, probably being bored for a second is when I start looking or looking at my phone. If I open the open screen, I'm for sure going to click on Instagram. <laughs> um, so recognizing that and then like hiding Instagram or, um, you know, creating some, some barrier to between you and the, the, the trigger and the doing the thing so that you can identify it and do something different. And he's just really adamant that you make new habits by doing what you're trying to do every day. So um, just don't miss a day <laughs> and then it'll become a habit uh, much sooner than you would uh, expect. I have thought to your point about keeping my phone uh, plugged in across the room and, at night um, would probably keep a lot of my like, late night scrolling and first thing in the morning scrolling at bay. Uh, you know, cause I'd have to get up and then get back in bed and then really, <laughs> Um, another thing that I found insightful to what I said earlier about people being better at adding habits or removing habits, I'm really good at removing them. Like, okay, I just don't drink now. That's fine. And I go to happy hours all the time. I went to four happy hours last week. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not like a, you know, you, you could imagine that it'd be difficult, but, um, it wasn't hard at all because the decision had already been made. Um, and so how do I add a habit? 
if I'm good at removing them, but I'm not good at adding them. He said, um, basically, you can remove everything but the thing you want to do. So you can say to yourself, like, when I'm bored, I'm allowed to read a book, work out, or cook dinner. And remove every single other thing. So suddenly you're like, well, I guess I'll go work out. It's kind of the negative space. So I th- I'm going to do push-ups while the thing's in the oven. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like I'm just bored as all get out. I don't know how you could use that for being better at adding than removing. I guess you'd have to add like reading a book every night or something so that you genuinely wouldn't have time to <laughs> scroll Instagram. So, so something I struggle with, and I don't know if this is representing the book or not, but like where to draw the line of a healthy amount of productivity. Like, like I can habit myself to where like, you know, 99% of my life is doing something productive, but like, that's too much, right? <laughs> you know, like, it, like I need to make leave time and in particular as a, as a freelancer, right. Cause I can always go work, right. That's always a, you know, um, uh, that's lingering out there always. Um, so I, I wonder if, and perhaps there's some insight here, w- kind of what you think about where to draw that line of what's a responsible amount of responsibility. I am really struggling with that because I recognize now that a glass of wine uh, after work was my way of making it so I didn't do any more work Uh, because so many times in the last couple of weeks, I've opened the computer at 930 to do a little more work (laughs) Um, because there's nothing keeping me from it. It's not like I was, I mean, it's just the glass of wine was like my kind of excuse for being like, well, I can't do work until tomorrow. Um, So instead of looking for an excuse, I realized I just have to say I'm not going to do work after, you know, after I get home from the day, I can, I can flag things for myself for tomorrow. Um, but uh, that's not going to be a thing I do because having that looming over me as a thing that I could, you know, constantly being, um, productive and working on my work things is not ideal. And it also made me realize that I needed to set for my bigger clients, they weren't getting enough attention and I needed to set aside like all day on Mondays to just take care of my bigger clients and, you know, just not touch the other stuff until the next days. So I'm kind of creating a bunch of rules for myself, which is really against my nature, but, (laughs) um, you know, rules for myself. Like I do the big clients work on Mondays. I don't do work after I get home. I uh, make dinner when I get home, you know, all of those grown up things. And then, Um, I'm in the process of trying to figure out what the best habit slash rule for myself is when it comes to answering email. Because sometimes I answer immediately. Usually I answer immediately. But sometimes I kick it until the next day. And then occasionally it gets forgotten until a day later or after. How do you deal with that? Um, With email specifically. Yeah, well, I mean, first I have notifications turned off, so like I check it when I check it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I check it often, right? Like it's one of the things that, like, when I'm, um, do you do this thing? I do this thing where I'm like, almost like panic stricken, like flipping through all of my apps. Like you know, I'll just be like waiting on my daughter to do something, or or you know, we'll be at a store and, and Rachel will be shopping, and I'll just be staying there. But it's like 
like subconsciously, I'm just powering through so many apps and opening things like I don't even mean to open or not intentionally. And so email is certainly one of those things. Um, Do you do that? Do you find that you do that for the apps that have the little red number on the corner? So I have all the red numbers turned off. Um, and partially for, for that reason. I mean, it's just anxiety inducing, but, um, so I have all that turned off and I have any notifications that like pop up when I'm doing something turned off. Um, so I really have to like go intentionally check notifications and like look, um, and I've also moved most of the time wasting apps, all of the time wasting apps off of my home screen and put them elsewhere. So I have to go look for them. I don't just kind of by default open them. And that's one of those habit building things, right? Like trying to just get them, remove the trigger. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the email, I, I love an app where I can snooze messages. Um, you know, people feel really personally about whether that's appropriate or not. But um, I kind of try to do um, inbox zero, if you're familiar with that term. Uh, for my messages, but with the inclusion of being able to snooze stuff and it's tough because um, when you have, I have certain clients that they'll email me a question and no matter when I respond, I know I'm going to get more email in return. <laughs> like it's never like a what question, yes or no, the end. Like it's, it's one of those that like the more I send, the more like it just multiplies. So I have to be careful with those clients that I don't start doing that on a Friday afternoon or like a, you know, um, late in the day when I'm not, uh, and I, I don't want to do that all night, you know? Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, I think just limiting them, um, in that way is helpful. I certainly have like filters and stuff to, um, keep me from getting a bunch of, uh, sales newsletter kind of stuff in my inbox. Like it, it's mainly just like legit messages, you know? Um, it's not easy though. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, it, once you get, so all of these books, right? Every time somebody does something like this, they, they do a, like a super size me approach to it, you know, like nobody's interested in what happens if you just eat McDonald's sometimes, but <laughs> people will watch the movie where the guy eats nothing but that and gets terrible, like chest pains and stuff. Um, so they go real overboard and, you know, his version of adopting this is like so extreme. And there are even some parts where he says, you know, anything that's happening in your life, you should take responsibility for basically. And, um, assume that it's something you are causing and that you can fix by creating different habits. Even if it's not, you know, just assume it is so that you're improving and trying to make it better. Um, which I would imagine is probably a pretty controversial thing to say. Um, but I mean, it's not bad, right? I mean, if you realize your screen time is way off or every time I'm going through a really, really, really dense contract, and I'm really like stuck on a sentence that I've read three or four times. I'm still trying to figure out exactly how it relates to the transaction. I look at my phone, you know, <laughs> like, so recognize that, stop it. And then, um, you know, become a little bit better, hopefully. And there'll be a little bit less dead time. And that's the whole point. Cause that's why we're entrepreneurs is because we think we can do things better 
than we could when we were employed. <laughs> and so you might as well keep trying to improve in all of these different ways. Yeah. It's tough too, because you can, I mean, uh, the difference between productivity and, and, um, you know, time wasting, it means real dollars to us, you know? Um, so it's, it's one of those things you kind of really have to protect against. And, um, I don't know, perhaps setting work hours is, is not a terrible thing and, and optimizing productivity during that window. Um, but then like giving yourself the freedom to not do it the rest of the time, you know, um, we were joking when we were on our vacation together that, um, you and your husband kind of have this super, um, uh, formulaic approach to landing in certain airports where you each cover certain, uh, <laughs> responsibilities and you get out of there as quickly as possible. Um, Rachel and I do the same thing, like flying with our daughter, you know, with our 4 million bags because kids stuff, um, we've, we've kind of, uh, we don't travel as much, but we've kind of done the sim- similar thing. And that's, that's my nature. Like I try to do that all the time, but, um, you know, having a two and a half year old, she doesn't really care about my, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, all of it is insane to her and what she does, you know, on a daily basis is somewhat insane to me. Um, so, you know, giving myself freedom and other parts of, of my life to not have to be that, um, is, is really helpful. Um, I hate it. Like I, I want everything to be super, you know, streamlined and just work the way I want it to work all the time, but it just doesn't happen. That's so funny. I hate like the routine stuff cause I want it to be something different <laughs> every time. <laughs> and it just, is frustrating to me to do the same thing over and over and over again. Um, it really, I start to get so crazy feeling. Uh, so you know, it's the fact that allegedly doing things with a greater level of routine and habitua- habituation will make me do things, will allow me to do more things that are cool and different. That's <laughs> what I have to keep telling myself because it just, yeah, however you feel about routine is how I, how I feel about not, not routine. <laughs> yeah. What's the, like the iconic example of this is like Steve Jobs wearing the same clothes every day. You know, it's just like, that's one less thing, uh, one less decision he has to make. Like he just has 15 sweaters and like whatever. Um, and you know, I haven't gone that far, although it's tempting like to, to simplify things from that regard. But, um, yeah, I mean stuff like that. I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed that. Like I don't have a commute anymore since I work from home. And so that's eliminated all of those variables, you know, like road conditions, traffic, uh, that what time I leave and like how that impacts how bad traffic's going to be and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, removing that kind of stuff is helpful, but, um, I think you just, yeah. you have to pay attention to when you're feeling like when you have a non-productive, uh, morning or a day, it's worth saying okay well this has been a real terrible lack of productivity what did what caused this and then trying to assess it because i i had um a weekend recently where i worked both days um and i'm trying to remember if i worked both days or if i just worked on sunday but either way it was like a proper full-on work day on sunday and then I, you know, I went into the office and everything. And the next day it was Monday and I went into the office and I did jack. <laughs> like I got nothing done. <laughs> it was terrible. It was a huge waste. Like I might as well have not worked on Sunday. And I really thought to myself, this is so dumb. I wasted an entire 
weekend day working so that I could sit in my office and do nothing. I got nothing done on Monday. And um, I find that I am that way if I don't take uh, sufficient breaks over the weekends. Yeah, I'm I'm 100% guilty of that too. Like I want to be caught up on everything and I'll, I'll feel at peace when that happens. And then like all of a sudden I have like a work day where I don't have anything better to do. You know, like my, my daughter's at school, my wife's at work. Like I'm just sitting here with nothing to do. And I'm kind of like, whoa, I should have like allocated my work better. Yeah. You know? Like why, uh, why did we do this? But you're, you're working on the weekend to get ahead of stuff. And then as soon as you do, you lose the. Yeah. Occasionally, like it works out perfectly and some new thing shows up and like I can jump right on it. And I feel like I'm on top of the world, but, um, you know, that's only maybe half the time. The other half of the time I just feel like a dummy and probably wasn't kind to my family <laughs> to, to, to get that, uh, great, you know, opportunity to not do anything. Yeah. I know. Mm. I know what you mean. Um, it is kind of tricky and I, uh, I've got to figure, figure it out, but that's, I think important. I think compressing your productivity time into smaller, um, defined areas is wise. Even if, like, if you have kids, I know a lot of people, have small kids and they have like a productivity moment until they pick the kids up and then they pick back up at like eight thirty until nine thirty. Even if you're doing that, you know, just define it. It's eight thirty till nine thirty. It's not eight thirty till the work gets done. <laughs> like, because if you put limits on it, you'll get a lot more done and you'll be able to actually sleep probably sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there's this there's this old parent adage about like how you're able to get so much more done in a short amount of time because you just don't have endless time anymore, you know. Um, and there there's certainly some truth to that. Um, we, but that's an example of what we're talking about, right? Like it's just saying like, oh, if you only had an hour to do this, like what isn't what does it look like to get it done in an hour, you know? Um, we've got really. Uh, guilty of working after our daughter goes to bed at night and it was great. Like it's quiet time. We both, you know, would sit here and work and, but then like that's time we're not, you know, meaningfully spending with one another, my, my wife and I. Uh, and it also made like me going to like, I didn't sleep as well in those kind of situations. Cause like I'd get into something and it was hard to just like let it go I'd either stay up way too late or, um, you know, go to bed with it on my mind. And so I kind of deemed that as one of those things. It's like, I'm willing to make a little bit less money to not do this, you know, uh, or maybe, you know, we pay for a little extra babysitter in the day or something, you know, like I, I need to reallocate the way I'm doing this. And, um, again, it was one of those habits that we just kind of got fell into and then like had to figure out a way, um, to, well, one, to recognize like the, the results of that habit, you know, like, is this a, a good habit or bad habit? And then, um, to respond to it, you know, and that's certainly like the inventory of it is, is a whole process in and of itself. Cause you've got a, I mean, on the surface, it looks great. Good. I'm getting more work done. I get a couple of hour, you know, additional hours a week to do stuff, uh, uninterrupted, but like, you know, the, the down the road that the result was actually not great. Um, and so when I had, you know, it took me a few weeks to be like, this kind of, this is not what I want to do. Like, I think this is like kind of messing with me, you know? So, 
I think that, I mean, that's probably as big of a like reveal to me as anything is that I already have habits. <laughs> you know, like it's not some mysterious thing that type A people have that you're not privy to. You just have bad ones, you know, <laughs> like, like I'm just running around having dumb habits um, that I think probably we all fall into. And if you just recognize them, you can kind of recalibrate a whole bunch and be more productive, which is our constant effort is to be more productive so we can work less and, um, you know, make more money. I don't think we're the first people to say that. <laughs> no, no. Are you the type of person that's really productive in the morning or in the evening? Like, do you have kind of a slant there? I am uh, pretty productive in the mornings. Yeah. Uh, same for me. Um, I, I asked that just to say like, it's, it's become increasingly important that I do the right things in the morning because I can, um, that's the crunch time for me, like blowing my day, you know, like if I go in and get really productive about something that's not productive, you know, like if I go in some sort of rabbit trail, then, then not only am I not getting stuff done, but like, you know, come one o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like, crap now i'm you know you wasted your your good uh, mental energy (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, and it's gone so um yeah and that's that's even led me to getting up trying to get up before my family does and have some time to myself in the morning and and kind of set set the tone for my own morning um so i don't you know that's it there's so many variables it's like such a challenge and it's hard to you know uh i can get really uh, I can be guilty of getting really uh, frustrated or angry when, when things, when my habits get out of whack for reasons I can't control, you know? Um, and that's not like, that's not super great either. Like, it sounds great that I have all these, you know, I get up early and I do all this productive stuff, but like, you know, if my daughter just happens to wake up early and wants to watch cartoons. Like, I don't know, like I should, I should be her parent, you know? Um, and not be mad about that. Like, um, so yeah. Interesting balances. Yeah, I don't know that way. I mean, that's just the should should I write a book that's like how to not care about this and just nail it? Uh, well, um, <laughs> first we have to come up with a word I one know. word name for you. <laughs> uh, so Sarah, but it's spelled like with the C A I R U A. Some hieroglyphics. <laughs> Um, so I looked up, uh, Tynan, um, and he looks like a pretty, like, uh, a, a less of a D bag than I was expecting. <laughs> uh, it looks just kind of, he actually kind of looks like a guy I used to work with. Um, um, uh, I'm getting a strong, like, uh, Mm, I bet he really looks up to Tim Ferriss. Yeah. So I'll say that it makes sense actually. Cause he talked in his book about how it was really hard for him to, and I, as a woman, I did not know how I felt about this, but he specifically said it was really hard for him to talk to women. And so that he removed everything he was allowed to do for fun, except for like work out and talk to women. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know that I love that. Right. Like, <laughs> As somebody who doesn't love talking to random dudes all the time. <laughs> and wear sunglasses at night right? and yeah. pop his collar. Like, but now seeing him, I'm like, he probably needed that extra. <laughs> you know, like he, he seems like a more nice guy, but maybe a little bit more shy. Um, so 
He certainly has gotten stronger in some of these profile pictures. Because well, all he does uh, is work out and talk to women. Yeah, I'm wondering how his game is going. Well, you know? yeah, the habits he adopts are just crazy. Like, like no for three months, no um, non work related browsing on the internet whatsoever. Like that's so extreme. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, once again, he should be jacked. <laughs> if this is all he's doing. Um, and have just a harem of ladies around. Him. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for the, the profile pictures of him and all the, yeah, just, just all, women all, falling all over all the aspiring models. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, once again, I have ambivalent feelings about (laughs) I'm ambivalent as to his goal being talked to women. But at least he's not some pickup artist. Although apparently he also wrote superhuman social skills, which I I don't know. Um, It's a guide to being likable, winning friends and building your social circle. And it's a number one Amazon.com bestseller. So um, I'm not going to say that that's for sure what I'm going to buy you for your next birthday. <laughs> because You wouldn't even know me if I up my social media. <laughs> I know you want to build your social circle. <laughs> I'd have friends. I'd have all sorts of things that I don't have now. Just enormous circles of people you vaguely like. <laughs> your dream. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think he's probably pretty, yeah, Tim Ferriss-y. Uh, but everything he said seems, you know, relatively uh, well thought out. So what can you say? You, you said Tim Ferriss-y, and I really want to create a um, satire Twitter account. By Tim Ferret, <laughs> And it's a ferret? <laughs> the, the ferris like oh, the, the people in the oh, Bible. Oh, my God. I want to do Tim Ferriss and like uh, get on to people who break all the rules. That'd be of funny. The Tim like, oh, you're yeah. working five days a week. It's <laughs> just a uh-huh. Pharisee being like, outsource it. <laughs> I saw that fifth hour this week. <laughs> I was picturing a ferret that was like giving you advice on just like chewing cardboard quicker. <laughs> I don't know a lot Did about ferrets. The trash can. Yeah. yeah I don't but I think that's probably pretty decent ferret advice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair. Tim Ferriss. Disclaimer: We are <laughs> we are not ferret experts. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say Tim Ferriss does not know who we are. <laughs> Tim Ferret does. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a Petco right now, waiting on you to pick him up because I know you want to be a ferret owner and add that to your carefully planned out routine life. <laughs> <laughs> Get up, walk the ferret. <laughs> yeah, and then you you spend thirty minutes uh, making your egg sandwich just so. <laughs> That's right. The ferret on your my shoulder. Breakfast, my breakfast sandwich. <laughs> Lord. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, have a have a good week. What else do we need to tell the listeners? Yeah. So um, you can find out uh, links to this book we've talked about and some other stuff. Any show notes for any of our shows at unfederated.studio slash 30. The big three. It's finally happening. Wow. It's time for the show to have a midlife crisis. It is. Yeah. You know what the show would do with the midlife crisis? It would change its intro music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're working on that. Uh, we're trying to get legit here. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. 
<laughs> uh, we were apparently attempting this by just like angering all of the bloggers <laughs> that have any. Terribly hard time. First thing we have to do is start recording our podcast through the microphones <laughs> and not through the webcam on our uh, computer. Listen. <laughs> and then, then we're going to take it to new heights. It's next step. It's going to be, yeah, I don't even know what the next step is, but it's fancy music and lots of listeners. <laughs> uh, all right. Have a good week. Congrats. Yeah, you too. Congrats on yeah, we we'll made it soon. till 30. Yay. Yay. Um, all right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. bye.